Roll camera. Mics up. And action. Live from Australia, streaming around the world. Around the world. The most cinematic podcast of your week awaits. This is Bottomless Popcorn with your host, Morgan Brown. Hello, um, I'm Morgan and welcome to another episode of Bottomless Popcorn. Uh, on this week's episode, I've got a guy that has uh, become a really good friend of mine. Um, he is a, a stand-up comic. He's an MC. He's a father. It says he's a school teacher, but that can't be right, I don't think. Um, we'll ask you when we get to talk about him, but I'm pretty sure that's incorrect. Uh, it's, it's, ladies and gentlemen, it's Matt Reddy. Hey, my name's Matt Reddy. Uh, the last movie I saw was Runner Runner. It's Justin Timberlake and Ben Affleck. It's a good movie. I was going to get into a little bit about how we knew each other or how, how we met each other. And mm. uh, Did you want to tell that story or would you like me to have our, our best guess at that story? Or Yeah, they could be, they could be completely different, couldn't they? Um, I don't know. I think it was was it was one of Isaac's first tours. Were you filming so. for it? Yeah, I think, and um, and I was too many in that one. This one went to like coughs and yeah, I thought that quarry and stuff yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was a good little fun weekend away. To yeah, yeah, they're good. Eh? We comedy shows. Me and Butts always talk about how um, how those those ones are good to have because you can just go back and look at the um. All the fun things we did. It was good, I reckon. It's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. We filmed those ones for uh, vlogs and stuff for his channel. Yeah. I agree. Like, I've gone back a couple of times and had a look at what we got up to and stuff. And they're always good fun to watch back on. Yeah. Especially sure. when, well, at the time when I'm, when we're filming it, I think it's absolutely hilarious. And then sometimes I watch it back and go, I wonder if this is just you had to be there kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Or I'll tell someone about it and I'll go, oh, this is good. Watch this. And then they watch it and they're like, what is going on? Yeah, like the end of Lee's inspection. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking no. about how to intro you on this, and I was going to try and do my best, Matt Ready, MC. Yeah. Yes. Please welcome Ryan Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. I haven't had to do it yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll save it for future episodes, or if I, I've paid a guy from Fiverr to create an intro that played at the start of this as well. So oh, nice. if that doesn't pan out, I might have to come back to you and get you just to get me. You know, yeah. I'll just put the mic real close to my face and put my deep voice on. It. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to the um, we're going to go to the cinema today, Reds. So we're going to watch your four yeah. favorite movies, but we're going to stop Excited. at the candy bar on our way in just here cool. and grab some snacks. What are you getting from the candy bar on the way through? Um, popcorn. Yep, I'm there. I'm about it. Uh, I don't, I'm not a choc top dude. Um, I probably would. I don't know if I'd get probably Maltesers and popcorn. I don't know if I'd get anything else. Yeah. And are you mixing them in or are you normal? Oh, what do you mean to get? Do you put them in the popcorn? Yeah. Some people do that. Do good. they? Yeah. So it's like chocolate popcorn. That sounds pretty good. I don't know. It's it like just a seems sweet messy and savory though. mix kind of thing. Yeah. The messy though? I don't. I think, then you put it especially in, you if it's hot, you're going to get melty chocolate in your fingers, yeah, fingers in the dark, and that's not good if you start doing other things, like putting your hands in your pockets or yeah. doing whatever else. But, yeah, uh, chocolate all over you. Yeah, mess. An absolute mess. Yeah, maybe some lollies. I don't know. I try you're not really to, big on lollies, are you? I'm not really big on much, really. Like, I don't really like chocolate either, really, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. what. Either, I'm, you know, it's the, it's the lighter way to enjoy chocolate. 
That's what they say on the packet anyway. Ah, uh, they're putting them bastards. They're lying. The, um, the, I always worry about, like, I'm always conscious about how much stuff costs at the candy bar. And um, even though I'm there to spend money and have a good time, I always, and I have the money, I'm still worried about uh, five bucks for Maltesers. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I'll just, I'd just be stubborn and just get nothing. <laughs> just go without. <laughs> yeah. What's your go-to? I think just popcorn and a soft drink. Yeah, the combo. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, sometimes it's a mistake. I sometimes think like, well, it's a big movie, so I should probably get a big drink, but it's the actual opposite is what I should be doing there because halfway yeah. through the movie, I'm going to have to go to the toilet. Yeah. I've really yeah. got to train myself to think otherwise, I think, when I go to the cinema mm. and assess my drink size options. It's not yeah. It's not, not the best at the moment, but uh, yeah, probably just a drink and a popcorn, I think, for me. Especially movies are like three hours long now, average. Yeah, man. They're getting big. Yeah. And I feel like, too, at the movies, like you can't stop it. Like it just, it plays regardless of if you have to leave yeah. or do whatever. But maybe if you're at home when you can pause it, mm. whatever. But at the movies, I'm a bit like, you pay a lot of money to come here. It's probably, you don't want to miss yeah. this. So, um, yeah. do you remember the first movie you ever saw at the movies? Oh, no. Not even no at all. What no. year were you born? 1990. I reckon you could have potentially been a Toy Story kid. Yeah, maybe. I had five siblings, so we didn't go to the movies very much. As like, yeah. I don't know. I could not imagine what it would be like the mayhem model of, of taking six kids out. Five readies to the movies and just yeah. Yeah, or six including me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they left me at home, <laughs> just took the other five. <laughs> um, no, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not Toy Story. No, I think I, I think I saw Toy, saw Toy Story a little bit after that um, on DVD. I mean VHS. Uh, <laughs> what really uh, that age? <clears throat> yeah, it probably would have been a Disney movie, though. I reckon. If I had yeah. to guess. Do you have a film that you remember seeing um, more for the experience of seeing it rather than the actual? movie like if you think of it you think more about how you saw it or the events surrounding you seeing it than the actual movie we saw um jurassic world in 3d yeah and raquel's a huge jurassic park fan yeah like she's um almost autistic with dinosaurs <laughs> and um she uh she loves it and that was like it was kind of just fun just going to watch it with her more than anything yeah and then just all the that was massive. I, I worked at the cinema when that one came out and that was huge for a lot of people. And for like yeah. several weeks too, that was massive. Yeah. I actually, it's a funny story about this Jurassic World, right? I went to the uh, I went to the Australian premiere down in Sydney. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't know how, but I went with another mate from the cinema and we got, he and I were sat together. And then next to myself was Lincoln Lewis and one of his mates. All right. And behind me was Koshi from Sunrise. <laughs> yeah. And so my mate wasn't getting into the movie at all. And neither was uh, Lincoln Lewis's mate. So it was my mate, me, Lincoln Lewis, and then his mate. And then in the movie, when they ride the motorbikes alongside all the raptors, I must have been really into it because I kind of leant forward in my seat. 
And Lincoln Lewis leant forward in his seat too. And he started like banging us on the arm like he was getting real, <laughs> maybe similar to Raquel, like getting quite excited yeah. about what was going on. <laughs> yeah. And then my mate saw this quite jealously, I think about it now. He goes, did he forget what fucking side his friend's sitting on? I was like, okay, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Just two guys enjoying the movie. Yeah. yeah. And then we had Koshi behind us who's a, a movie, he just talks through movies, but about what's going on. Oh, my <laughs> God. Amazing. So when you see that big, the bad dinosaur in it, you just, oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so playing like a comedy, it was terrific. <laughs> That's unreal. Koshi far. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. If, uh, if movies are based on uh, books or novels or comics, do you, do you take any notice of that? Like, do you read the source material and stuff before you see films no, or I, I don't really? but it does change my um my outlook on them i remember i went and saw um wolf of wall street yep and um and i didn't know that was based on a true story so yeah. i was watching it and i went this is so shit i was the only person that hated that movie i was like yeah. this is crap and then i found out it was based on a true story i thought it was just all made up yeah and then i thought wow that seems more impressive now and I probably would have enjoyed it if I knew that. Yeah. So I probably, should, yeah. So I probably yeah. should. You still haven't read the book though. No. No. It's a big book, like the movie. It's a, yeah. It's a whole it's lot of math. stuff happening, but there's not really like a. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, what it felt yeah. like. It just felt like there wasn't much, like. Yeah. Wasn't much plot, and I was like, just, "This is the worst written yeah. movie ever." But it turns out <laughs> it's it was just like different escapade to different escapade, just like yeah. this dude. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It depends if depends if I'm really into it or or it goes the other way. It depends if like like if I'm into the book and then I want to see the movie or that sort of thing. But yeah, we're in the cinema now. And it looks like your first trailer's coming up. Oh, yes. It's one of your four favorite films. Ready? It's uh, yep. it's the movie Law Abiding Citizen. So you're killing judges now. In my experience, Nick, lessons not learned in blood are soon forgotten. And vengeance keeps you warm at night. Vengeance. That's what you think this is about? Vengeance? What else could it be? No, Nick, I had ten years for vengeance, if that's what I wanted. You don't think that I watch you go to work every morning, 8 a.m.? Or that I watch Kelly take Denise to school, 8.15? No, I could have slaughtered you or your family anytime I wanted, Nick. You even think about touching my family? You even think about touching my family? I do my job. I'm the best at it. It works. You were doing your job the way that best served you, Nick. The way that best served you. That has to change. What do you want, Clyde? You are- I was talking to Raquel about this and why this is probably one of my favorite movies. Um, I saw this movie at the movies with Raquel um, in Queensland when we'll see my dad. And it was uh, the last. Uh, it was the last time we saw my dad before he passed away, and then we went and saw the movie. So I think maybe that has. I don't know why that would have some sort of. Yeah connection but it's um we just were having such a good time i think and then that that helps say eh, when you're in a really good mood and you see a movie 
Yeah, for sure. That could be if you're going with such a negative sour attitude, there's no yeah, chance you're you... going to come out. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about it, but yeah, I yeah. think if you're going like pretty high spirits, you'd probably be more willing to accept yeah. it or let it kind of take over you and enjoy it. Yeah, so we're coming off like a holiday from mid north coast, and then we drove up to um, to Brisbane, and then in that time we went and saw that movie, and I think we we're just having a good time, and then it was such a good movie. Yeah, I loved yeah, it. No. Very good. I um, I did look up a, cute, a few little um, facts and trivia pieces about this one. Mm. And the first one I couldn't believe because now having like seen the movie, I actually can't imagine it any other way. But I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so this movie stars um, Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx. Mm. And Gerard Butler, sorry, uh, yeah, Gerard Butler was signed on first but was originally cast in the Jamie Foxx role. And then oh, Jamie right. Foxx got brought on and hired into the Gerard Butler role and was like that for a couple of weeks, not filmed, just during like pre-production and getting ready and stuff like that. And it sounds like it might have been Jamie Foxx's idea to, to switch the roles and kind of almost at a last-minute thing before they began filming, they switched the, the roles between the two guys, which I thought oh, was yeah. pretty crazy. Because That's after seeing it now, I, I don't think I can imagine it actually being no. swapped which is you do think you could imagine it being swapped or you can't no i can't i don't think yeah what about you what do you reckon no i think jared butler does he play a bad guy in any other movie i don't know he's always uh, usually the good guy protagonist yeah he um couldn't see him doing maybe if he kept his scottish accent he could be the bad guy that would seem more villainous wouldn't it jamie fox he um he could play anything. I reckon Jamie Foxx could play anything. He's amazing. Yeah, he's really good. I agree. Yeah. Do you, do you know um, trivia fact about Jamie Foxx? Do you know why his name's why he called himself Jamie? No. Does it know his name? No. No, I didn't even know this then. Go on. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I hope this is right. <laughs> Should we back this, check it? <laughs> I hope this is right. He um he made his name Jamie. So when he'd book book himself into shows into comedy shows, yeah. Um, that they would see the name and they'd think that it was a girl, so they'd put him on the bill. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is that because it was so tough? Well, oh was, my God, his name is Eric. Yeah. His Eric's name is Eric not... Marlon Bishop. Yeah, that sounds like a, his name. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah, so he made his name Jamie because it, when you say, you have to write down your name yeah. to go on, they, you don't say, I'm a man. You just write down your name and yeah. He said a lot of a lot of clubs would book him to do comedy because they wanted to even out the bill to have a girl on the bill. And they just they, he would get so many more gigs than everyone else because he's he had a he yeah, sex nice. That's a good strategy, yeah. Mm. Um both Jamie Foxx and Jared Fowler, they they made this in uh 2009, I'm pretty sure this one came out. Mm. Uh, and in 2013, they both starred in movies about the White House being uh, oh, subject yeah. to a terrorist attack. So White House uh, down, Jared Butler did Olympus Has Fallen and Jamie Foxx did White House Down. Oh, it's separately. Wow. Yeah. So not in the same film, but in the same year and about a very similar uh, story and subject. Identical, eh? Yeah. Who was what who was Jamie Foxx in that one? Jamie Foxx was the president in White House Down. Oh right. And Jared Butler is like the president's bodyguard, bodyguard I'm pretty sure yeah. in Olympus Has Fallen. What was the best? Olympus was fallen was better, 
surely. Yes, and I think, but I think everyone expected it to be the other way around. I think everyone was like, "Oh, White House Down will be the the better one," because that was Jamie Fox and like Channing Tatum. Yeah. And what Olympus has fallen was Gerard Butler, and I think it like looked it was Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman, but it looked like a really cheap like film, and I think a lot of people kind of wrote this one off but then olympus has fallen learned to have like two sequels so mm. obviously worked out quite well yeah. uh, i'll move on i've got a couple more questions for you then uh what film do you think you can probably answer this two ways what film has the best like original score like the orchestra music and stuff that plays throughout it and what film has the best needle drop that's tough and then what's the other one? Needle drop. Yeah. So like uh, radio music or best movie that has a scene where someone injects meth to themselves. What's that? No, what it's the best. <laughs> it's the scene where someone injects meth to themselves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, surely I didn't miss you. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, like best uh, radio, like commercial music uh, and stuff throughout it, you know, like actual songs. Oh, okay. Um something it would have to be disney i love the disney yeah yeah i love disney um have to be something disney eh? probably like fantasia or something yeah right that's a lot of really old like classical music yeah. and stuff too yeah right yeah it's good good stuff and then what do you think for like um actual songs and stuff that are in movies like, like movie thing? Um, like, but it doesn't have to be musical either. It could just be like yeah. a really good soundtrack or something. Like soundtrack, that. yeah. My very first, um, uh, was it a tape or C- no? My very first CD I got given was in 1995, and it was um, the Batman uh, Forever, maybe Batman Forever yeah. soundtrack. That was a good soundtrack. Yeah, is that the one with like seal and stuff on? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Can we look that up? Can we look up what was on that soundtrack? Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, let's have a look. It's um, Batman Batman Forever soundtrack. It's literally the top search. (laughs) Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by YouTube. One Time Too Many by PJ Harvey. Great song. Where Are You Now by Brandy. Kiss From A Rose by Seal, an absolute banger. Um, No, that was a great soundtrack. I don't know if that was the best, but that was... That was my first. the best. Oh, I don't even know. Eh? Um, I couldn't even tell you. I asked this. I've done a few of these now, and I've asked this, and I've always expected people to say like, because uh, a lot of people always seem to talk about like Quentin Tarantino's like Pulp Fiction and oh, stuff yeah. like that. And I've always expected people to say that, but no one has yet. So I think yeah. ask let's you, cut it, and then I'll say <laughs> cut it all up and yeah, Pulp Fiction, yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm going to leave everything in before that too. <laughs> um, you can answer this one like two ways as well. Um, so like you could talk about like, so what's the best looking film? So that could be where you think the camera moves are all like amazing and really cool or best looking as in like everything inside the picture is amazing. Like all the, the colours and the costumes and the sets and all that kind of stuff. This was the trouble... Um when you asked me about my favorite movies, I said, I started writing the list and I was asking Raquel. And then I think I had like a list, like it's so hard to think on the spot like that. So I had yeah. I had a list, um, like when I was younger, when I was like a kid, 
I used to have my favorite movie. I used to know what my favorite movie was. Yeah. And then so like I told Raquel my favorite movie when we first met. And then that's obviously changed since. So none yeah. of my movies then that she thought were my favorite movies are my favorite movies anymore. Yeah. So thinking about movies. Um, so what was the question again? It was what do you think's the best looking the best, best best what you're saying is I should have given you all the questions ahead of time so you really could have thought about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to leave in all these really pregnant, silent pauses. It's going to be two hours long. Of me just going, uh, yeah. uh, you could probably just cut up that. Of me just, just going, a uh, super uh, mash, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best looking film, probably, uh, oh, what's going probably on like Matrix. I love oh. <laughs> <laughs> probably, uh, probably Matrix. I like, Matrix. yeah, yeah, for sure. Good answer, yeah. Um, this one, I'm very interested to hear your answer. What is the funniest film? The funniest? Yeah. The funniest film. Um, I reckon, uh, I reckon I'd have to say either this is the end. I fucking, I haven't laughed at a movie. When I first watched that movie, I haven't laughed at a movie so hard. Yeah. Um, did you see that at the movies too? That with a big crowd or was that when you saw it the first time at home? No, it would have. I think it was at home. I don't think I saw it at the movies. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah, probably that. I laughed, but I laughed heaps hard at that. And then after I watched it, I said, I don't remember the last time I laughed so much. So it could have yeah. just been because it was so recent, or because I hadn't laughed at a movie like that in a long time. Maybe like super bad. I think that's hilarious. That is. Yeah. Heaps of that's the such a that's such a high school. Boys, oh, yeah. Friday, like yeah. it's just all this planning for an absolute fizzer of a night. Like, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, nothing good to come from it. Yeah, we've got we've got some. Um, we used to have movies like when we were hungover that we'd watch. There was a couple of movies that we'd watch when we were hungover. Yeah, um, and Superbad was one of them because you could just put it on and then just yeah. pass out or eat your macas yeah. or whatever. And then there's probably like like Will Ferrell movies that like mm-hmm. stepbrothers and stuff that I've just laughed the whole way through to. Yeah. I think it's a really good sign too, like for films that you find really funny are ones that you can um, continue watching and know what's going to happen, but like yeah, still, still you still it. laugh like just as hard and still enjoy every time you, you watch it. Yeah. Like I think that's a really good sign of like a funny yeah. like film. Um, a, a good indicator for me. End. Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry go on. I was going to say a good indicator for me is if I'm watching it by myself and I laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah, like that that's is a good. Yeah, th- that's when I know I'm like, I actually find it funny. Yeah, like I make sure. a point of remembering what happened because I laughed out loud when I was watching it by myself. Yeah, no, I agree. That's yeah. actually probably the thing I feel the same way now that you say it like that. I've never thought about it yeah. when you watch it on your own. But yeah, true. If you I, I, with comedies too, I like I like I like going to the movies to see things, but I'll try and see. Like it's always best to see a comedy show with a packed crowd. So I always try and yeah. see comedies pretty pretty um, early in their release on like the first weekend on like a Friday, Saturday night because I just think oh, yeah. seeing it with like a big crowd too, like it's like going to a, a comedy uh, show yeah. where like the crowd is kind of laughing together and you kind of also, um, you, you know, I don't know, you're laughing at the reaction of everyone else as well as whatever's yeah. Actually, yeah, it's the atmosphere that's the and like I was saying before with the um with being in a good mood, it's the same kind of thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're in a good mood, if everyone around you is having a good time, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, for sure. All right. Same to, bring it down to, to bring it down to not having a good time, what's the saddest film you've ever seen? Oh, my God. I can definitely answer this. Um, uh, I surprised Raquel and took her to this movie once. Um, oh, what was it called? It was um, Just Stay. I think it was called. Let me look it up. Just stay. I think it was called. Jesus Christ, that was that was sad. There's probably sadder movies, but I remember going to the movies and seeing it. Yeah. They're called Just Stay. There's a movie called Just Stay, but it came out last year and it's only three minutes long, so I don't think I could see that. <laughs> no, stay. Um, no. Not Do you remember stay. who was in it? Oh no, it had like no one famous in it. The girl in it um, ended up being in more movies after, but it was like the first time. Um, stay with me, maybe. Stay, stay with me. No, that's Sam Smith song. That looks like it's a Korean movie called Stay with Me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cultured, man. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah I like Korean movies. Uh, it was. Oh, I can't remember. But it was bloody, it was just about a, um, it was about a family who were in a car accident and the girl um, is in a coma, but she's awake, but no one else knows she's awake. And her family are trying to um, convince her to, oh, I can't yeah. remember. Convinced her to stay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, is it stay with me or something? But it was bloody sad because, yeah, it's bloody sad. I try not to watch sad movies. I don't like. I don't know the idea of sad movies. Like, why do people? Yeah. And same as horror movies. Like, why do you want to be? Why are you paying money to be scared? Why are you paying yeah. money to cry? I feel the same way. However, I feel like I might be coming around on horror movies. Oh. But I don't know why. I think it's because if I watch them, particularly the horror ones, like I. I try not to let myself be scared. Like I try and think about it a bit more like, oh, I see how they're doing this. The production. Scared. Yeah. yeah. Like, and try, I, I think that's also just a coping thing to like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I refuse to let this scare me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, all the sound cut out. Oh, cool. That's because something really loud's about to like fucking jump out of this. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for Savas too, like one that seems to have been popular, it's been mentioned a few times was like Marley and me. Or anything oh, yeah. where the animal dies in it, yeah. Um, which I think is pretty hard for people to take. But I yeah. agree. But my next question for you is: What's the scariest film you've ever seen? Scariest? Probably scary movie. <laughs> no, 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 not scary. Um, Can I actually story about that? I saw a scary movie four at the movies when I was in high school. <laughs> Yeah. And I thought I was such a fucking hero for having watched it. I was like, yeah. even scary. But I didn't even understand that it was like a parody and it wasn't meant to be scary. Yeah. Like I just thought I was. Did they get scary as they went along? I, I think they actually got scary. Maybe like they were like the just ripping off really... more current movies and stuff. Yeah. I thought, but like yeah, the, the first one was stuff. really comical, and there wasn't. It was just a rip off kind of thing, and then the, they were all obviously parodies. But yeah. there was actually scary moments in them. So what do you reckon? Scary movie? You reckon? scariest movie that i've seen probably the um i hated the saw movies yeah that was so scary they terrified me they get classified a lot of people call that torture porn 
Oh, I think right. I agree with it. Like that's just gore for the sake of for the sake of it. Gore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, scary. Yeah, I don't know. Um, probably like it would have been something I watched as a kid. I I haven't watched a scary movie in. I just refuse to now. I'm like, yeah, I just don't, don't enjoy it. Don't yeah. yeah, I like um, like I'm a massive fan of like psychological thrillers. Has the film ever made you mad? Like watching it, you see like the things going on in it, and you're like, this is just unbelievable. Like, I know it might be based on a true story, and you're like, I can't believe that people actually went through this, or just the movie is just it's just annoying you. It's really rubbing you the wrong way, kind of thing. No. Nothing really makes me angry anyway. What yeah. makes me mad? So for a movie to do that, I don't know. Maybe it would have to be maybe like a documentary or something. Okay, interesting. But no, it'd be re- it's really hard to make me angry or mad. Yeah. No, people wouldn't like you when you're angry either. No. You just start wrestling people on the floor with your ass hanging. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, we've got your second uh, movie trailer coming up, and it's... Oh. This one is really good. Uh, we were talking about this when I asked you to come on and we both recently seen it around the same time. Yep. And it's the movie Palm Springs. Wait, stop! There's a bomb in the cake. Don't worry. I used to be a bomb guy. Everyone stand back! Ah! Oh my God! Try it out! You son of a bitch! You ruined my plan! Sarah! The sister of the bride, and based on her accent, from origins unknown. I'll take her dead or alive. Put the weapon down. Fine. Then it's to be hand-to-hand combat then. Oh, my God! Niles! Yeah, what a great film. How good. Holy shit. I watched it for the second time, like I was saying to you, and it was just, it held up. It was just as good. It was like, um, I'm comparing it to This Is The End, where I watched it and laughed the whole way through, and then just enjoyed it and then I could watch it again and again because I was tossing up between that and this is the end to put in but I can't really I don't know I used to be able to watch this is the end all the time and now I can't even really put that on because I kind of turned into a hangover I just did one of those snot rockets right (laughs) beautiful you got to keep that in make sure that makes the cut that's cut now for sure Oh my goodness. And he's just in threes. So that can't be the end of it. This is not the end of that sneaks, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, sorry, yeah, sorry. You watched this a couple of times and you're still laughing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think it's so well written. And I'll tell you the beauty of it. And this is the thing that we love the most about it was that it only goes for an hour and a half. Yeah. It's if so it, short. It, it's so it went like, for, to the point. And yeah. If it went for another 20 minutes, I reckon I would have hated it. No, yeah. I wouldn't have hated it, but I would have no. It would nowhere near have been Wildly. up there as one of my favorites. Yeah, I think it's like this perfect sweet spot of like movie yeah. length for the the type of story it's telling too. Yeah, for sure. Um, they filmed multiple endings of this Did and that. tested them, and they ended up just going with the one that seemed to just feel right or have the audience just seem to accept it the most so if you were shot and completed and displayed to different like test audiences and the final one is just the one that seems to have been the most like pleasing. I think they nailed it yeah i mean it's it's quite clever do you know and what the other ones were it doesn't say but i would be interested to to see and this is another thing too like this movie came out on streaming services so it's not even like a dvd where it has like 
the option to see like some sort of deleted scenes or these alternate yeah. endings and stuff. So hopefully they put them on YouTube or something like that. So yeah, I cool. think it would be cool to see. Um, I didn't think about this when I watched it and it never occurred to me until I read it either. But they actually never specify in the film how long Niles has been in the loop before. Mm. But some of the things he does um, in the film they've talked about in the promotion, if you think about how long it would take to become skillful at those kind of things, oh, yeah. they've like estimated that they think the sweet spot is he's probably been in there for about 40 years. Oh, really? Which I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't... Yeah, like, how crazy Yeah. is that? What um, What are the things that he nailed? Do you just mean, like, the timing of everything? I think so. Like, it, to, to learn... I don't know, like, learning how to dance across the floor and anticipate all the different maybe kind of actions that are going to happen. But yeah. then... I don't... Did you pick... This is the last one I had for this, but I don't know if you picked up on this, but... It's hinted that the nan might also be. Yes, yeah, I picked up on that. Yeah, yeah, well, we, yeah, yeah. Or it's kind of she suggests it, doesn't she? Yeah, and then yeah. so people have asked the filmmakers and the people when they were promoting it if, but no, no one really wants to give a definitive answer. They kind of want it to be a bit like, if you think so, then yes, and yeah. if you don't, then no. Which I think is really cool too. Yeah, but I, and think I think I'm a bit like you. I think, I think yes, that she. She is, or at least she has yeah. been in it, which I thought was... What, is, what does she say at the end? She says... Um, does, I thought she pretty much just... I thought she almost... No, I, just, guaranteed I don't think she this. like committed to it, but I think she said something that was a bit on the nose, as in like, oh, yeah. She knew something was going to happen as well or something like that, or she... Yeah. I don't know. It, I and then earlier... Earlier, in, earlier, she says, "I've been to a lot of weddings." Yeah, and that—that's—that's that's not that could go either way. But I think the second thing she says was like, "Yeah, something about that she knew what was going to happen, or or she knew that, or she knew that he. It was. I think she knew that he had, um, he had been in the loop, something like that, maybe. Yeah, because. And the only way that she could know was if she was in the loop. What a great yeah, what, what a good movie. Like, it just, like, and kind of come out of nowhere, too. Like, I, I don't yeah. remember seeing, like, with these streaming ones, too, which is, I think, like, a bit, like, to their disservice. But, like, they kind of just get advertised a week or two before they come out. Mm. And they come out, and then a lot of people either see them or they don't. And then if you didn't see it, it just, like, falls. But I was super happy this was one of the ones that, I actually did see because I actually really enjoyed it, like you said. Yeah, I've told heaps of people that I thought like that love Andy Samberg and that um, love that sort of comedy. I've told heap like a few people to watch it, a few friends, and yeah. I've said you got to watch it. Like if I loved it that much, you need to watch it. And they all of them it. have said, "Oh, it's pretty good. Like it's okay." Yeah. I was like, "What? what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, why didn't you love it as much as I did?" Yeah, no, it's. It's good. I validate your opinion of this film already. I agree that it is yeah, thanks. quite good. Um, I've got some more questions again for you. So you have two younger kids now. Um, do, how, how do you feel about animated movies? Do you watch them now with like a kind of a new appreciation through through their eyes or did you just like them to begin with or um, the animated films? Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um... 
definitely watch it with an appreciation through their eyes, especially everything that we do with the kids. It's just all, I don't know, I just love watching them have a good time and I love watching them understand it and how they understand it and how they take away from it. And all the Disney stuff's all like, it's all generally like good. Yeah. Um, what do you like? Good like intentions and good teaching, good um, morals and stuff. Sure. So it is good to watch them enjoy it like that. But I've all, I, can't, I don't know. I've kind of always liked liked them anyway. Like I said, I'll, like I've always liked Disney and used to watch it heaps as a kid. Yeah, because you're going to have Bambi as one of your favourite films at some point. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah. <laughs> and Frozen. Because I haven't, yeah. I've, I've seen that more times than any of the films. Do you try and watch, if like films are winning awards or like gaining really good reviews and stuff, do you take notice of that? And do you watch it? Like, do you think that's a good indication of a film you would like? Or does yeah, it I reckon. bother you either way? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. I reckon, um, yeah, if it's, if everyone, I don't know, if it's critically acclaimed and everyone's talking about it, yeah, I'll probably be more likely to watch it. Is there a film you've seen and you really loved, but you've you've come to rewatch it recently and you're actually a bit like, no, it's not it's not very good or it's not as good as I remember it being? Yeah, one of my 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 old favorite movie when I grew up when I was growing up when I was a teenager was the movie SWAT. Do you remember the movie SWAT? Yes. Yeah. And I used to love that movie. I used to watch it all the time when I was like 14, 15 years old. And then um, we watched it. I watched it with Raquel and I was like, this is not my favorite movie. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a bad movie. This time. Yeah. Just think you outgrew it or the eyes you watched it through have changed. And Yeah. I'm not a 15 year old kid anymore. Yeah. It's not as cool. It doesn't seem as cool to me anymore. Uh, what movie surprised you the most? It's like you went in with no expectation and not particularly caring to see it and came out super glad you had actually seen it. Um, that's my boy. Another Andy Samberg. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. I yeah. love I love that movie. And I thought it was going to be so average. Yeah. Everyone was everyone was saying it was crap. And I watched it and I was just like, that was so good. Yeah. Do you so think maybe fun. like a lot of because that that I think is one of both he and Adam Sandler's that lesser ones. But do you think like you just said that everyone said it was crap? Do you think maybe you went in with such low expectations yeah. that it was really easy to like yeah, maybe. Asset or achievement? Yeah, yeah, I reckon maybe. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I don't know. There's just, it, I think because, I think because um, Adam Sandler hadn't played that goofy character in so oh, long. Wow. Yeah. And maybe that was just tapping into some nostalgia. Sure. Um, what's a movie you really liked and you really enjoyed seeing, but you probably won't ever watch it again? Like just seeing it the once was enough. That literally, we literally just watched something the other day. And I thought that. Oh, there'd be plenty. I, I think like a lot of the like long movies, eh? Oh, like the, yeah. the Revenant. Yeah, the, Re the Leonardo. That's like yeah. almost three hours or like two I'd hours. I'd never watch that again, but yeah. I really liked it, but I still yeah. wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think that's one that I just saw at the movies. And yeah, and you're like, oh, great I, movie. I really enjoyed it, yeah. But I'm just like, that's a long... And, and it's such a bleak story too. Like to yeah. just have to sit yourself down. And I think at home too, like, I don't know about you, but I find like, if I go to the movies, I definitely like, am, um, I, I won't pull out my phone and stuff like that. But yeah. if I'm at home, like, I just am like, I'm looking up on IMDb, like who's in it and stuff like that. And like um, mm. all this other shit about it. And I'm less likely to like be into it. But so I feel like I would struggle to try and watch that one again. Yeah. But same as you, like really did enjoy 
seeing it. Um, if you could put yourself in any movie, what movie would it be? Is that is this based on where I think that I would be as a character? Yes, you can replace yourself with any one character. Or is it where I want to be? Is it where I whichever way whichever way you want to answer it. Like you can replace yourself as a character or like a movie that you just really enjoy that environment or setting that you'd like to see. Oh yeah, I'll answer it like that, I think. I just keep thinking of um, Adam Sandler movies just because I just love the I just think it's like timeless comedy gold and it'd be so cool to be a part of it. And then like with the passing of Norm McDonald. It's probably what's making day. me think of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it'd be so cool to be a part of all those, like, classics. Yeah. And that's kind of like what you and I actually just spoke about at the beginning, where, like, that is such a good time in their lives. Mm. They could just go back and watch it, like we were saying with the vlogs and yeah. stuff at the beginning. Like, that's... Yeah. That's, Never like, a that. really... Yeah, like a living snapshot of, like, what you were doing because you would remember the time when you made it and stuff like that yeah you just watch the actual story of like the movie you made i think yeah have you answered that question for yourself i don't i don't know but i think the answers i would say like i want to say something cool and then i was like oh maybe like one of the avengers i'm like no they're like war movies violent like i would not want to be around that actually yeah (laughs) i think i'd be shit in a fight i don't want to do that so jump onto your third and your final trailer and this one is I don't think of what it was. Oh, yes. The Shawshank Redemption. Step aside, Mert. This fucker's having himself an accident. You don't push him off the roof. Because if you do trust her, there's no reason you can't keep that 35,000. What did you say? 35,000. 35,000. All of it. All of it? Every penny. You better start making sense. If you want to keep all that money, give it to your wife. The IRS allows a one-time only gift to your spouse for up to $60,000. Bullshit. Tax-free? Tax-free. IRS can't touch one cent. You're that smart banker would kill his wife, aren't you? Why should I believe a smart banker like you? So I can end up in here with you? It's perfectly legal. Go ask the IRS. They'll say the same thing. Actually, I feel stupid telling you this. I'm sure you would have investigated the matter yourself. Yeah, fucking A. I don't need no smart wife-killing banker to tell me where the bear's sitting in the buckwheat. Of course not. But you do need someone to set up the tax-free gift for you. And that'll cost you. A lawyer, for example. Bunch of ball-washing bastards. I suppose I could set it up for you. That would save you some money. If you get the forms, I'll prepare them for you. Nearly free of charge. I'd only ask three beers apiece for each of my co-workers. <laughs> co-workers, get him. That's rich, ain't it? I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. Yeah, what a great movie. That's like everyone's go-to movie, isn't it? It is. It's like, like one of the ask. highest rated movies. It's, it is yeah. really good, though. I, I honestly understand why a lot of people go to it. I think it's such a good story. Yeah. You, I can't imagine this was something you saw at the movies. This would have been something no. like... No, I think the first time I watched it was we when we did it at school for a... Yes, this is how I saw it, too. And I'm so yeah. angry that is how I saw it, because I reckon I saw it in, like, yeah. three or four lessons broken up into, like, hour-long blocks where yeah. I pause it and, like breakdown and it's so annoying yeah. but I, I remember having fully seen it and then going to like jb hi-fi and like buying it on blu-ray to to have and to watch all at one go on my own and, and really enjoying it but such a good such a good story such a good movie yeah so well narrated as well 
what I narration is one of those things too in movies that is like seems to really sway people if they think mm. it's like a a really cheap like storytelling tool that they just couldn't get everything across. But in that one, it does I can't imagine it without and I don't think it detracts by by being there either. Like I just think yeah. it's I find like if it's if it's a long movie that's being narrated, it's generally a way if it's to get a, through in, quicker. If it's a book, no, I think if it's if it, if it was a book to get more information into the movie, then you could otherwise um, do with just the on-screen stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a book, wasn't it? It was. It's a Stephen King book, which I that's right. Yeah, remember, especially now knowing the kind of books and stuff that he writes, I remember being quite surprised that this was one. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be a big fan of Stephen King. The the rights from the book were bought off Stephen King $5,000. And he never cashed the check. His plan was to cash it after the film was financially successful because he didn't think it would be. And the film was actually released in cinemas twice because it didn't do well the first time it came out. They put it back out the second time. It didn't do well. It didn't become financially successful until it was released on VHS and a lot of people didn't see it at the movies. So a lot of people's first experience for it was seeing it on VHS. And when it became financially successful, he got the check framed and he sent it back to the director of the film. He was like, hey, if you ever need bail money, use this. Very good. I thought that was quite clever. And also like nowadays, I think selling a script for $5,000 is not that much money i think they sell for a lot more yeah too which is kind of crazy especially he's been um stephen king's been pretty um renowned even at that time he was pretty renowned for a long time yeah, still absolutely and it's he, all these films especially like the dark ones all seem to be getting made into the it films have just recently come out in the last couple of years and a few others all seem to be in the works or in some form of their way to the screen so he's, he's doing well yeah, he had this one called, and not many people have seen, um, know of it. It's, I think it's called Secret Garden. I haven't heard of that. One, no. Yeah, I think it's got um, Johnny Depp, maybe. I think Johnny Depp's in it. And that, yeah. I reckon that would have been up there with one of my favorite films. I haven't watched it in a long time. But that used to be like one of my favorite films. I think the book was called Secret Window, Secret Garden, or something like that by Stephen yeah. King. Okay. And it was uh, it was another yeah that was a great film, but that was a Stephen King. I used to like the Stephen King movies. He did another one that was um, the Mist. Have you seen the Mist? Yes, I have. What a fucking yeah. ending! Jeez. Yeah, that's um, he's such a weird. It's been dude, out for though. a few years, so spoiler talk. We can we can talk about it. People have had yeah. an opportunity to see that, but yeah, what? That's a mental ending. So weird. They're thirty seconds from help. And that's what happened. That's how it ends. That's madness. That's yeah. just so typical of Stephen King, eh? Uh, the, the prison in the film Shawshank um, is the Ohio State Reformery, which had been abandoned and was to be demolished. But after the film uh, used it, it became like, quite popular. So it's actually now a museum and a lot of the popular. sets are still intact. So people yeah. are like, I want to go to jail so I can go yeah. to Shawshank. CC <laughs> Shawshank, crawl through the Andy Dufresne Tunnel. Um, so the tunnel is there and the warden's office are all like uh, museum pieces that you can go and check out. Um, oh, cool. Where's that in Ohio? Ohio. So if I was over there, I actually think I probably would check yeah, it out. I think that would actually be quite cool. Um, Next tour. 
I've got a couple more questions and then we'll get on to your favourite film. Okay. Um, in the Matt Ready biopic, Reds, spot R-E-D-Z, <laughs> I've titled it for you. Thank Who you. plays Matt Ready? Um, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Who, I don't know who else. Oh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's probably an Australian. It makes sense. Australian. Yeah. I'll give him. I'll send him a DM on Instagram and ask yeah, him if he's available. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who is your favorite character from film? Uh, my favorite character from from any film would probably be. I don't know. I don't know. That's hard. Favorite yeah. character. It would actually no. Definitely would be. I don't want to ruin the last. If it's the last one, movie. all right. Don't say yeah. that. We'll come back to it yeah. in a second. Yeah. Okay. Because it's definitely in that. Yeah. And what about your favourite? Do you have a favourite filmmaker? Like something, if you see their names attached to what you're seeing, you don't care what they're doing, you're going to go see it just because they're making it? No. No, no. I don't. No, I don't. That doesn't bother me, no. <laughs> and then this might even lead into your last film as well. And if it does, we'll just jump straight onto it. What film has the best uh, ending? I really like Palm Springs. Uh, that, yeah. That, that had a great ending. Um, probably... The mist, I'd say. Yeah, like a, a good <laughs> twist ending. You no, like? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm joking. That was a terrible ending. Um, I'd say probably the best ending. I, I like Palm Springs. I I like the movies that um, or like oh no, I'll tell you what movie uh, I'm thinking of. Um, the Leo DiCaprio, um, Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Shutter Island. I really like that. Yeah. That's a kind of a twist ending, I guess, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. really good. When I asked that one too, that is one that I seem to notice is that they seem to be films with with twist yeah, yeah. Um, endings, which I actually think is a really cool way to like just have experienced the whole film and then just have yeah. it's really, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. All right, Reds, let's jump onto your favourite film. That's good. It is The Dark Knights. The good cop, bad cop routine? Not exactly. Oh. 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 Never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. He can't feel the neck. See? You wanted me. Here I am. I wanted to see what you'd do. And you didn't disappoint. You let five people die. Then you let Dent take your place. Even to a guy like me, that's cold. Where's Dent? Those mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things. Forever. And why do you want to kill me? kill you? What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You complete me. Oh, great film. It's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Really good. You really enjoyed The whole thing. The yeah. whole thing is perfect. There's nothing to change about it. Is this one you saw in cinemas? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's probably, that probably helped too because the theatrics are incredible. Everything's perfect. Absolutely. Um, but I also saw it before uh, Batman Begins. Was that the one before it? 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. But you didn't so really the second one too. first. No, I don't yeah. think so. I think it worked. I did that with Matrix as well. You went I don't know what's wrong with Matrix. <laughs> I've only actually seen one. the first one. Oh, really? The Matrix, yeah. The first one's really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, yeah. But The Dark Knight was really was really good. I wish, do you know like IMAX and stuff? I didn't see it this way, but I really wish I had a going to see it because it sounds like it would have been absolutely yep. awesome to see it like that. Uh, this that was, was kind the of first... another one of our. That was kind of another one of our hangover movies. So I reckon I've seen the know. first. I've seen another uh, the first half of it, probably more times, probably ten times more than the whole movie is one. Yeah, so you just watch all the Black Joker stuff at the beginning. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that what an opening to a movie too. Yeah, that's that the bank best heist is yeah. so cool. Where the plan is that as their unique skill or ability is utilized. The second person yeah. just takes them out just to reduce the amount of splits in the money that's being yeah. like that. so clever. And that's the way it really starts. Good. So good. It's unreal. Uh, this is the first uh, superhero movie that ever grossed over $1 billion. Wow. Which is massive. And that just seems like something that just happens now, like whenever they release a superhero film, it's just a billion-dollar mm. movie. Um, the movie, so the big car chase with the the truck and all the police cars and stuff uh, was filmed in Chicago and they were using real explosions and stuff under that bridge and a lot of residents ended up becoming quite concerned and were calling police reporting bombs and, and things oh, going right. off in the city I guess they didn't notify enough people sure they would have going on. <laughs> you would think but evidently that's evidently not do you if uh, do you think if um if Heath Ledger hadn't passed away do you think he probably would have appeared in the next film as well, or do you think he probably would have been in one movie and done kind of thing? I think by the end of it, that was the that seemed like the way it was going. Yeah, but um, maybe not. Maybe not. They like I don't know. The next one works fine with moving on to the next film. Yeah, but um, I thought the question you were going to ask was, do I think it would have? Been as successful if you didn't pass away. Do you? Do you? Mm, yeah, that, that's why I thought it'd be a good question because I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Eh? I, I thought, I remember, I think I probably thought about this when it came out too because it's, I think it's a really good movie, but that I always forget when I'm watching it. There's like this 15 to 20 minute scene at the end with the fairies and I never remember it and it always comes. I'm always like, oh, this bit goes for a bit. But I don't know if it's just more known because he passed away. Yeah. It's really good. But I, I, I have wondered that myself too, exactly what you were just saying. So, mm. But, know. yeah, it's still, I don't know, regardless of, of that, it's still a great performance and easily the yeah. best. I don't know why people would argue whether he's, that's the best joke. Like, he's by far, that is by far the best joker. Absolutely, yeah. The... um. What's his name? Is it, isn't even a close second, I reckon. What's it? The, who does the one in the Batman Begins? What's his name? Crazy eyebrows. Oh, like Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, yeah. Yeah. And, the worst and one has got to be um, the Suicide Squad. The oh, Jared yeah. Leto. That is fucking. Yeah, I watched trash. that. Yeah. Funny show. Yeah. yeah. Um. I actually. 
I reckon it still would have done. I reckon it would have still been just as successful mm. because the film after it still grossed a billion dollars too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I reckon no, it I reckon would, have, would have. Yeah. Been even if he had not had passed away, but yeah, that is kind of crazy. Mm. What about the the other Jokers? Have you seen the really the newer one, the one that came out in like twenty? Oh yeah, that was good. Nineteen. I like that. Did you like that one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it was a real that. slow burn, but I think that one was really yeah, good. and different really kind of different kind of motif as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but but still very good. I really liked it. Oh, for sure. Who was I that? Just, um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Do you the, the there's a list online? I should have got it, but I didn't. But there's a list of like other actors that potentially could have played the Joker in the film, but. If, when it was announced that Heath Ledger had been given the role, there was like, people were like, nah, this would be terrible. No chance. Yeah, there's no way I would have like, picked him to play that that way. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. and now like, if you, if you ask any of those people, they're just like, yeah, I can't imagine anyone else. And I certainly yeah. can't. Like, I, yeah. I think it was a really good, um, a really good pick. Is that what tipped him over the edge? Is that just a theory or is that? I think that's what people said at the time, but I don't think that is true because he was he was done and had moved on and was doing other things. So yeah. I think it was just I don't know, and because it, it wasn't his last thing that people saw too, because he had yeah. done maybe one or two other things that would have come out after this came out that he had worked on. So but I don't think there's as strong connections to do with this and him passing away as people thought. Yeah. I have two more questions for you, and then you're free to go back about your day, get back to school, teach that woodwork. Oh, yeah. Um, what, between now and the end of the year, if we can go to the movies or anywhere, we probably can't, but uh, is there a movie you're looking forward to seeing at the movies? Or just a movie you know is coming out that you're really looking forward to seeing? There was two new one new Netflix movies coming out. I think there's a um, one with The Rock in it. Uh, Red um, Notice, the Ryan yes. Reynolds and Gal Gadot. That looks really yes. cool. Yeah. Yes, that's it. That yeah, looks that really cool. I've, uh, I really want to see James Bond. I think a lot of people have been waiting for James Bond for like two years now because this was supposed to have come out. Um, Why hasn't it? Like in April last year, and it's just been delayed and delayed and delayed because of the ongoing pandemic issues. And now it's supposed to finally come out in like November. So oh, right. hopefully we get it. Who's I've that? Got, who's, in, who's in the James Bond? It's Daniel Craig. He's still oh, James right. Bond. But the bad guy is um, Rami Malik, who was Freddie oh, yeah. Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Is he One playing more. is he playing um, Freddie Mercury as the bad guy? That would be he a great is. change. That would be really good. <laughs> Been off. Be perfect. It's really good. He just uh, sings to him and stuff. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's James Bond musical, this one. So it should be good. It's called No Time to Die. But it does look really cool. Very good. And this is supposed to be the last time that he is James Bond, I'm pretty sure, before they decide to replace it again. Reds, I have one more. It's not even a question. It's more of a, can you guess what this is? Okay. I used one of your four favourite films and I went online, I scoured the interwebs to find a really bad one-star review. Oh. And then I took all the references to what film it is out of the review 
and I want to see if you can guess what movie it is and if you can potentially defend it from this scathing one-star review. Oh, okay, I like this. Uh, so the title of this review is Didactic and Overlong. What's didactic mean? I didn't Google it, but it sounded impressive, so I kept it in. <laughs> Very good. Didactic <laughs> and overlong. Yes. Okay, so it's so not Palm Springs. You do a process of elimination here. I thought you would do this too. So yeah, this there's, there's clues within this, yes. Uh, another one of those overlong, morally write-on movies that never rises above the average, saved only by the actor. It's bleeding heart politics, dignity of the individual maintained in adverse conditions is played out well enough, but actually lacks any real dramatic tension. The main character is two-dimensional, who seems to go through drama by the numbers. There's never any doubt that he'll triumph in the end. It's only a matter of how. Uh, basically, there's a lot of other prison films, like Jailhouse Rock, for starters. Uh, there was a story in here somewhere, but it just got overinflated, somewhat lost along the way. This is just one to watch on a rainy day if there's nothing better to do. That's law-abiding citizen, isn't it? I'm so glad you said it because it's Shawshank Redemption. Oh, no way. Yeah. I, I, that's why I picked that one. And I thought that line about there's lots of, there's better prison films would like get you. Better prison films. But yeah. That's so funny that someone would comment that on Shawshank Redemption. The whole time you were reading that, <clears throat> once I thought, it was law-abiding citizen. I was thinking about how that they could interpret law-abiding citizen like that. Yeah. And then, so now that I'm thinking about it, what an idiot. <laughs> Nothing that, oh, but it goes for long. That's, yeah, uh, yeah it's okay. like two and a half, yeah, 223 or something. Yeah. Far out. Didactic. Yeah. Well, it is a little bit didactic, isn't it? <laughs> I guess now that we know what it means. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> No, what a one-star review. Jesus Christ. Who would have thought that Shawshank could get a one-star review? Not me. And I had a few. It, it has the most... I got this off IMDb and it has... It's like the highest rated film on the service. It's like 9.1 from like 5 million votes, mm. which is madness. Um, Jesus. But yeah, I really don't think it... It's really good. And I understand why some people maybe don't like it, but I definitely don't think it's just one star. No, and not something you just watch on a rainy day. I feel like if you didn't like it, you wouldn't just watch it on a rainy day. That sounds like a nightmare if you if you think it's didactic and terrible. <laughs> Let's Google. Why would you, you put it on? Google what didactic is before you keep it. Would, it would be. Um, let's have a look. Uh, it means. Yeah intended to teach particularly in having moral instruction as an ulterior motive yeah. that's what i'm going to title this episode a didactic episode with Marie. yeah <laughs> didactic yeah that's what i am i intend to teach would you say you're a didactic teacher when you're at school uh with an ulterior motive yeah probably <laughs> probably there you go no matt ready that is it very Thank good. you so much for giving me some of your time to do that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that's I hope good. It was fun for you to do. And yeah, I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. What's uh, surely when pandemic ends, we can probably see you again, emceeing some comedy gigs and stuff. You know, yeah, I hope so. I can't wait. I feel like the last couple, even before uh, at the end of last lockdown, was a relief to get up and do 
some yeah. more shows. So be nice to just get back out on the road and do some stand-up comedy. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bottomless Popcorn. For bonus content, news, and upcoming guests, follow us on Instagram at Bottomless Popcorn Pod. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at bottomlesspopcornpod at gmail.com. And be sure to leave a review of your own favorite film wherever you listen to podcasts.